Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Early Edge presented by BetMGM. I'm your host of these festivities for today, Jimmy Conrad, also known as your favorite U.S. men's national team player. And I am being joined by two of the most handsome and smartest people that I know, the guru, Martin Green, and Buckets, John Eimer. Boys, great to see you. We're going to get into the round of 16 predictions for the Champions League, which is my favorite club competition on earth. Couple of doors somewhere in there maybe second to that but i love the champions league i love the matchups that we have here also before we get started i want to remind everybody to hit like and subscribe to this youtube channel Sportsline. we greatly appreciate it so we can keep giving you fun and informative videos just like this all right john i'm coming to you first let's get a little vibe check how are you feeling for this competition I am feeling very nervous as a Bayern Munich fan. Obviously, <laughs> I'm going to be biased at all of my takes, so bear with me. But I'm still not fully adjusted to Tuchel Ball yet. But, hey, we've got some amazing matchups, so I'm excited to break these down. Listen, John, Tuchel Ball has had success in this competition before with a team that even Frank Lampard didn't think was good enough to win any trophies, <laughs> but yet he found a way. Anyway, but now let's go over to the guru. Martin, how are you feeling about this competition? I'm feeling like you're going with the Gunners on this one. I don't even know what – I can't even see you right now. I don't know what you're wearing, but that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Speaking of success in this competition, Kai Havertz winning goal in the Champions League final. I think history might repeat itself this time <laughs> yeah. around. So I am, I'm excited. I'm excited to be on the show with my form, favorite former USMNT player. And um, – yeah, I, I think Arsenal, they they often play against the low block in the Premier League and it's really tough, whereas they seem to get a bit more room to manoeuvre in the Champions League. So I'm quietly confident. Well, I love that. And they're taking on Porto. You can't sleep on Portuguese competition in European competitions, but I'm feeling Arsenal are going to do pretty well. That's actually our last game we're going to talk about. But the first one is FC Copenhagen versus Manchester City. Now, we got to give a shout-out to Copenhagen because they managed a pretty difficult group when you think about it, all things considered. They had Bayern Munich, they had Manchester United, or this version of Manchester United, which is a little different than years past under Sir Alex Ferguson. And then you had Galatasaray, who are not easy to play against, especially when they're playing at home in Istanbul. But Copenhagen gets through the group and does it in some real style, got some really surprising results. They were actually plus 600 to get out of their group, and they found a way to do that. So if you bet on that, congratulations to you. You should probably be on the show. We should be watching you instead of you watching us. But, uh, John, I'm going to come to you first. How are you feeling about this matchup? Because it feels, on paper, Man City should run away with this. Yeah, I feel so bad for Copenhagen. They had an incredible run in the group stage just to end up drawing Manchester City. It could not have been a worse draw for them and also could not have been an easier draw for Manchester City, on paper at least. But when I'm looking at this game and I'm trying to find an angle to bet it at, I think this game is going to be a bit trickier than people realize because Copenhagen playing in this first leg, you know that at home they are going to absolutely park the bus as hard as they can and play for points out of this. If this game miraculously somehow ended nil-nil, maybe 1-1, that is a tremendous result if Copenhagen can get a point out of this first leg. Sorry, score aggregate. Can just get a goal or an even matchup <laughs> out of this first leg here. But the way I'm betting this is actually a little bit confusing. It's a bit of a same-game parlay. I'm taking Manchester City on the money line, and I'm going to parlay that with under four and a half goals. I do not think this will be an explosive game. I do not see, think this will be a game that sees a lot of goals or a lot of action. I'm looking at kind of like a 1-0, 2-0 scoreline for City. They should have enough to take care of business, but they're not going to exhaust themselves running up the scoreboard in this first leg. Okay, as a reminder, these two teams played against each other in the group stages last year, and it was actually 0-0. 
yep. in Copenhagen. Now, in fairness, City had a red card pretty early in that game, and and they had their chances as well. And Copenhagen held on. But this core group of players, Martin, does have that experience of hey, we've been through this before. We can hold them off again. But are we going to really see that happening? What are your thoughts? Yeah, you're right, Jimmy. These teams are no strangers to one another. And it did finish 0-0 when they met in Copenhagen last season. But it also finished 5-0 to Manchester City when they played at the Etihad. And that's the game that I'm looking at to draw inspiration from when making my picks on this game. That first match in Manchester was a really lopsided clash. Man City absolutely dominated them. I don't think they really put much effort into the game that took place in Copenhagen. They already kind of were in a very strong position in the group then. And they think they rested a few players I seem to remember them taking Haaland off at half time so I just think Man City should be too strong for FC Copenhagen in this game Danes do have a really strong home record but I just think they're going to be outclassed by the reigning European champions here I think they'll be fired up on Sunday so I'm giving Man City a minus 1.5 handicap I think they can win it by two clear goals hopefully both of our picks pay off no I love that that's a, that's a great bet however for me, I'm not the guru, I'm not Bucket, but I'm here and I want to join in the party as well. There's something to be said about what Copenhagen has to do in this first leg. If they want to have any chance, at some point, they're going to have to take some risks going forward and getting a goal in this game. And they've been very good at home in this competition, especially this season. They beat Man United. Now, again, it's Man United 4-3 to three and had, had to come back. They've got a little spirit to them that I really appreciate. So I'm actually going for a 0-0 draw at halftime. And I believe plus 150. And I say that because I think that Copenhagen has to keep it close, maybe not exposing themselves too much. And then in the second half, maybe trying to get a goal or trying to hit them on a set piece. But to your point, Martin, I feel like Manchester City might not get out of first or second gear in this game, knowing that they're going to go back to Manchester in leg two and they can go and just wipe the floor with them then. So I wonder about the approach leading into this one. And I get to go with the spirit of Copenhagen to at least keep it even at the break. And I like that value a lot at plus 150. So now I want to pivot though to Erling Holland. You brought him up, Martin. I want to talk about the overall goal scorer, the, the golden boot winner of this competition. Erling Holland has five goals and Marata has five goals and Griezmann has five goals. Do you think they're going to end up, Martin, I'll come right back to you on this. Do you feel like Holland is going to be the one that's on top? At the end, we got we got Harry Kane, one behind him, Jude Bellingham, one behind him, Kylian Mbappe has three. So, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's hard to look past Haaland. As you say, he's level now with uh, Murata and Griezmann at the top. Can't see those two keeping pace with him. I think the one that really is in the rearview mirror is Harry Kane. But given the relative form of Bayern Munich and Man City, I think Haaland's got a better chance of... Sorry, John. I think Haaland's got a better chance of <laughs> this competition. Um, I just think they can beat anyone in this in Champions League. I think they'll go deep into it. And obviously, he's not been playing lately. He has had his injury problems. But if he starts playing every game, I think he's a lock for that top scorer. Plus 200 does look like good money to me. Maybe Kylian Mbappe at plus 600 as a as a longer shot, but yeah, I can't see any of the others catching him. John, are you going to stand for this Harry Kane slander? Cause I, I don't know. Plus two twenty five. I will say Jude Bellingham. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind throwing $10 on that because the guy does score clutch goals and Real Madrid always seems to find clutch goals in this competition. But, but John, let's get back to the slander of Harry Kane. Yeah, I'm actually going to stand for the Harry Kane slander because I'm just not confident in my boys right now. The Bayern Munich squad has left me very disappointed, not only domestically, but even in Champions League. As we mentioned before, they did have that nil-nil draw to Copenhagen. That's just, it's a tough team to back right now. One thing I will say, I agree with Jimmy on that Jude Bellingham line. He's only a goal behind and at plus 1,400 for a guy who was the top scorer for Real Madrid, for Real Madrid's team that's probably going to make it to the semifinals, if not the finals. I think it's absolutely worth a cup of coffee on a plus 1,400 line. Yes, Buckets agreed with me. I absolutely love it. Let's keep this going. All right, let's get into the next game then. We'll talk about Real Madrid as they head to Germany for leg one to take on RB Leipzig. Now, very similar to the first matchup. These two teams played against each other in the group stages last season. And what was pretty interesting is that RB Leipzig beat them in Germany three to two. Now, that was a much different RB Leipzig team. At that point, they had Dominic Sabaschlei, who plays for Liverpool. They had Guardiola, who scored the first goal. He's with Man City. They had Christopher Nkunku. He scored the second goal. He's with Chelsea. And they had Timo Werner. He scored the third, and he's now <laughs> with Tottenham. So all these players are gone, and obviously they have a different look under Marco Rosa, and they haven't had a good look out of this break. They have not performed very well and have dropped down the table 
and the Bundesliga and the Real Madrid. They're the kings of this competition. So, John, I'm going to throw it right back to you. How are you feeling about this game in particular? It's so tough, Jimmy, because I have my Bundesliga bias and I want to say that RB Leipzig can take down the mighty champions Real Madrid, but it's not going to happen. I do not see them winning this matchup. But what I do see happening is, again, this is a matchup where I love goals, especially when we're playing at Red Bull Arena in a match where Leipzig has to find a result in this first leg because they will get slaughtered at the Bernabeu. I love both teams to score and over two and a half goals at minus 120 here. I know that they're missing a lot of their players they had last season, but we cannot sleep on Lois Appenda and we cannot sleep on Xavi Simons. These two will be the big players that have to step up for Red Bull right now. This is a game in which they could lose 1-3, 1-4, 2-3, but I'm expecting goals in this one from both ends of the pitch, and I think Real Madrid probably does get the victory here as well. Okay, I like I like where your head's at. Martin, are you of the same persuasion, or, or how are you seeing this game unfold? I most certainly am of the same persuasion, Jimmy. It's it's copy and paste for me. RB Leipzig have fired in 26 goals in 10 home games in the Bundesliga so far this season. Even without the players you mentioned, I think they have enough firepower to cause plenty of problems for Real Madrid. Always seem to unearth talented young players and develop them. Always dangerous going forwards. I still don't trust Real Madrid's defence and I certainly don't trust the goalkeeper. I do think that Real Madrid will also get on the score sheet. They've got a lot of quality going forward. Bellingham, Benicius, Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. I think we're in for another high-scoring game. So both teams are scoring over 2.5 goals. Looks great to me. But yeah, I can see Real Madrid qualifying. I'm not sure what the result's going to be in this first leg, though. Okay, I want your thoughts on two things, boys. One is my bet, which I'll get to in a second. But the second thing is the schedule. I really feel like the schedule works out in Leipzig's favor. And here's why. Real Madrid hosts Atletico Madrid this weekend. And they, we know, Atleti, Diego Simeone, they're going to take chunks out of the legs of Real Madrid. It's the only team that Madrid has lost to this season. They lost to them twice. So that's something to keep in mind. Then the following weekend, they take on Girona for the top of the table lead in Spain. That, again, you have to dedicate a lot of energy and time and focus to that. When I think about, and then they, then they, go to, then they fly to Germany to take on Leipzig. When I think about Leipzig, they've got Union Berlin this weekend, and then they got Augsburg, two teams that are near the bottom of the table, the Bundesliga which could be good slump busters, right? They're in a little bit of a slump, not scoring a lot of goals, not being completely uh, one-sided in how they've been performing, which they were prior to the break. And now I wonder if you think that plays into it or, or should we take that into consideration before we lay down our final money? Buckets, I'm coming to you. Yeah, strength of schedule is always something worth considering, especially when you have teams that have to travel as well as playing these top talented teams. Real Madrid is now playing Atletico for, I think, the third time in the last 20 days. So that gets exhausting, having to play these absolute slugfests again and again and again. I do think that it will impact their match. I don't know if it's going to be enough to say Leipzig will get the win here, but that's one of the reasons I love taking both teams here because Real Madrid is going to be exhausted by the time they take on this Leipzig side that should hopefully found a little bit of a bounce back against some of these weaker Bundesliga sides. I love that. I love that. All right, now I'm going to give you my bet, Martin, and I want to get your thoughts. I got RB Leipzig to score first at plus 120. I, I just feel like if they're going to make a move, they got to get after Real Madrid right away. Also, let's be honest, Real Madrid just tend to give up early goals. Yeah. in this competition so they can have the dramatic comeback. That's what Madrid does, right? So so I could also see it playing in a couple different ways. Are you on board with that bet? How are you feeling about that one? Yeah, I'm on board with that. I think the defense are going to be tired. I don't think it's an issue. The fatigue isn't going to be an issue for the midfield because they've got so many players they can rotate. It's not going to be an issue for the attack because Vinicius and Rodrigo are young and they've got lots of energy. But that defense will be a bit banged up by the time they play against RB Leipzig. Home team, crowd's going to be behind them, get them all fired up. Yeah, I don't see why RB Leipzig can't score first in this game. Uh, Buckets agreed with me at some point. I got the guru <laughs> agree with me. It's all happening here on Early Edge presented by BetMGM. We're going to take our first break, but when we come back, we got more games to get into, so don't go anywhere. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Early Edge presented by BetMGM. I'm Jimmy Conrad alongside Buckets and the Guru, two of my favorite people in this space. And we're getting after it for the round of 16 Champions League. All these games are kicking off. Well, they start on Tuesday, February 13th on Paramount Plus. So make sure you guys are all subscribed and doing all the fun stuff for that. And speaking of subscriptions, hit like and subscribe on this channel as well. We'd really appreciate that. So we can keep giving you the good stuff with these videos. Okay, Buckets, let's talk about the next one. PSG. Taking on Real Sociedad, La Real, undefeated in the group stages. Tied on points with Inter Milan in their group, but they got second because of goal difference. PSG got second in their group, barely. The group of death, though, we should add that in there. They had eight points, squeaked through, and now they were sad. It's crazy. I mean, I mean, uh, they, they are, or maybe got first in their group? I don't even know. I got to look at the table. You guys can correct me on that. But PSG have a known history with Spanish teams. Sometimes good. Sometimes not so good. Sometimes giving up big leads. What are they gonna? What's gonna happen here between a very stout Real Sociedad who only gave up two goals in their six group stage games? Yeah, Real Sociedad is a very difficult team defensively to get past. And as Jimmy mentioned, PSG is not a team that really does well against Spanish teams in this competition. This is a very tricky one. I spent probably more time on this game than I did any other matchup because I was trying to find the best way to find value here. And what I ended up landing on is actually a bet that does not have lines available yet. You're going to have to keep an eye on this one. I'm going for Kylian Mbappe anytime goal score. If it's below minus 120 or better, I'm playing that every single time they're playing at Park the Prince. This is a guy who is probably going to have to put his team on his back and carry them by himself. He is the guy for PSG. He is the guy in Ligue 1, and he is the best French player on the planet. Now, we also have to remember that PSG right now with Kylian Mbappe, there's rumors going on that he's going to transfer. And I know we're in our probably fourth year of transfer rumors, <laughs> but if he is actually going to Real Madrid or going somewhere else, he's going to want to show everyone that he can still make an impact at the highest level. I love him to score in any game he's playing in during the Champions League right now. Okay. I like where your head's at, Kylian Mbappe. We'll see if he's listening to buckets. I don't know if he needs any more motivation. He's clearly been trying to win the Champions League with PSG for quite some time and has yet to win that uh, particular trophy. But, but Martin, let's talk about current form. And I wonder how much that factors into how you bet and, and what you're looking for when you're looking at the, some, some exotics, let's say. Right now, PSG have lost just once since October 8th. And that was in Milan in the Champions League. So obviously not an easy feat to try to get a result there. They're on top of Liga in France by six points. So pretty comfortable there. Can start to put their focus maybe in this European competition. Now, La Real have lost once since November 8th and are currently sixth in La Liga, 11 points away from the top four. So they got some work to do just to be kind of relevant, to try to get back into Champions League comp- uh, consideration for next season. Probably more looking like Europa League. How, does that does that ever factor in in terms of current form when you when you look at what's happening with these teams or does does the Champions League just generate a different type of emotion for these players? It certainly factors in when I'm handicapping uh, teams in countries like England, Spain, Germany. But I think PSG are a bit of a different uh, case for me because they just sort of sleepwalk their way to the league and title every season. They, they do it with their eyes closed. They really raise their game in the Champions League. This is what it's all about for the Qatari owners. This is what it's all about for players like Mbappe. So I don't think there's going to be any problem with motivation for these PSG players. I think they're going to be really fired up. It is a potential banana skin. They have been uh, pretty unconvincing under Luis Enrique since he took over. And as you mentioned, Real Sociedad have been really strong this season, really stout defensively. I think their last 26 games have seen under 4.5 goals. Can't remember the last time they even saw over 3.5 goals in one of their games. I just think that PSG are going to have enough quality to get the win here. I don't think they can rely on going to uh, Spain and getting a win in the second leg. So they're going to need to take an aggregate advantage over to uh, Uh, the north of Spain to the Basque country. They were pretty strong in the group stage, weren't they, at home at the Parc des Princes? They beat Dortmund, they beat AC Milan, and they were pretty unfortunate not to beat Newcastle. They did dominate that game. So I'm going for a PSG win and under 4.5 goals in the match at minus 105. Yeah, that's a good bet. I like that one a lot. I I, It's funny because 
I'm also doing some betting at times on the Golasso channel uh, here in, in the CBS Sports Paramount Plus umbrella. And I'm always fascinated to see where you guys lean in terms of handicapping and what you're looking at. And that's what I've never seen before. The money line in under four and a half goals. I'm going to have to steal that, Martin. I'm just going to throw it out there publicly. So there's just no there's no issue about where that's coming from. And I'll it's give you full credit. It's all yours. It made, me, it made me a fortune betting on Juventus week in, week out for about three years under Allegri back in the day. And it's still going strong to this day. I love it. I love it. That's something to, to keep in mind moving forward. Just, just in life. Just in life. Everybody. Okay, so so here's my bet. Buckets, I want to get your thoughts on my bet here. I got under two and a half goals. I just think this one's going to be really tight. Plus 110 on that. And, and I say that because there's no reason for Real Sociedad, if we look at this game tactically, to really stretch themselves. Absolutely no reason to make that happen. Now, we've seen it once before where a Spanish team, Real Madrid, tried to do the same thing in leg one against PSG, Carlo Ancelotti, and then PSG scored. And it almost happened, and then Mbappe scored late, and it kind of ruins that that mindset and so much so that they Florentino Perez the president of Real Madrid was threatening to fire Ancelotti because it just was not inspiring tactics and they still lost anyway and he was pissed but they ended up winning the leg two leg two and they ended up winning the competition so Ancelotti's an absolute legend for a lot of different reasons but I could see Real Sociedad doing similar things and so and and PSG getting frustrated by some of maybe them dabbling in the dark arts of defending as they try to get this zero zero result do you think that it could maybe get to under two and a half goals. We could still win. Killing Mbappe could score any time and I could still hit for under two and a half goals. We can be <laughs> friends here. Buckets. No pressure. We, we can definitely be friends here. I have such a mental barrier and an emotional barrier about betting on unders because as a very greedy, selfish American, I want to see 40 <laughs> goals per match. I want every game Love to that. be 10-10. I just want as much 10-10. action as humanly possible, Jimmy. So while my heart hates this bet, my brain actually really likes this bet because, as you mentioned, Real Sociedad is one of the best defensive clubs in the Champions League right now, and especially playing on the road in this first leg. There's no reason they don't park the bus and play for that nil-nil, one-nil either way. I really do like under two and a half here, and I wouldn't be shocked if all three of us ended up grabbing our wins here. Ooh, that would be nice. Like a little high-five to everybody at the same time. Let's get that. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the next one then. We have Lazio. They're going to be hosting... Bayern Munich. I know Buckets doesn't want to talk about this. So, Martin, let's uh, pretend that Buckets isn't here and let's get into this one. Thomas Tuchel obviously have won this competition not too long ago with Chelsea, has some experience, has enough horses. Hopefully they're all healthy. I think that's the big issue with Bayern right now to get a result. How much does injuries play into? I know obviously it's going to play into it quite a bit, but but how much does that impact when you're handicapping, Martin? Let's start there. Oh, it's crucial. Yeah, if you're missing key players, it's going to really hamper your chances of winning the game. Um, We can't argue with Bayern's form in the group stage. They were tremendous, but they just haven't been doing the business in the domestic league, have they? They've only been scraping narrow victories over their domestic opponents in recent weeks, just about getting by. It's not the sort of dominance that we're used to seeing from Bayern. They normally come into the Champions League full of confidence, having, you know, swept their domestic rivals aside and they're just really well rested and ready to take on Europe's best teams but it just doesn't really get that feeling right now I think uh, some of these odds are a bit disrespectful to Lazio to be honest they've been pretty strong at home so far this season they've only conceded seven goals in 11 games at the Stadio Olimpico I think they could give this injury ravaged Bayern Munich team a really good game here so I've given Lazio a plus one Asian handicap at plus money that means I get paid out if they win I get paid out if it finishes in a draw I get my money back if they only lose by one goal and I lose if they lose by two clear goals I just can't see Bayern Munich winning this game by two clear goals I'm afraid I think Bayern will just about get through to the quarterfinals but I can see Lazio being really competitive in this first leg Hey, producer Jake, can I can I change my bet? I really like that one. I want to jump on uh, the bet from Martin. That's a really good and smart bet. And that's why you're here. That's why they call you the guru. Now, Buckets, let's talk about this injury list because it's quite extensive for Bayern. Now, things might change. We still got almost two weeks or, what, 11 days before – yeah, 11, 12 days before this, this game kicks off. But Joshua Kimmich coming back from a shoulder injury. Looks like he's starting to run again. Uh, Minjai Kim is still at the Asia Cup. I think he'll be back, but – you know, he's going to have some tired legs. Uh, you, you got some, you got Kingsley Coman is out. Uh, Conrad Lamer is out. Uh, Gnabry, Upa Meccano. And, and so, so even when you bring those guys back into the fold, it doesn't mean that you can just hit the switch and everything's going to be right again, right? It still takes a little bit of time to get everybody on the same page. How are you feeling? 
I'm not feeling good. And I know I'm not <laughs> feeling good because I loved the Guru's bet. I want to do the same thing. I want to switch my bet with him because that's <laughs> a tremendous way to handicap this game. Listen, I wish I could scream from the rooftops how good Bayern Munich are. You know, this is my club. I would die for the Bavarians. I have their crest tattooed on my leg. I love Bayern Munich, but I cannot sit here and lie to you all and say that Bayern Munich should win this game outright and just looks incredible because this is a team that is struggling against the likes of Augsburg and Union Berlin right now, teams that they have no business losing to or not winning by five against. This is just not the Bayern Munich that I've loved over the past decade. So the way I'm betting this game, especially with all those injuries and tired legs coming back, trying to gel in this Tuchel style of ball, I'm actually just keeping it simple and going with both teams to score. That's at minus 120 which I think is incredibly disrespectful because what the books are saying is they're not entirely sure if Lazio will score here. I think Lazio get at least one, possibly two, because if you have zero, I can never say his name right. Immobile, Immobile, whatever it is. Chiro, listen, Lazio- it's buckets. It's Chiro the hero. Oh, Chiro Chiro the hero. But just call him Chiro the hero. It's better that way. Just It's, it's a better <sighs> nickname. When you have Chiro the hero and Tati Castellanos yes. right now coming over from Girona, this is a team that can give hell to anyone. I think both teams to score hits pretty easily here because Bayern Munich defensively is just not where they need to be. They're giving up a penalty every other game right now, and Lazio at home is not a team you want to mess with or take lightly. Give me both teams to score, and I'm praying for a 2-1 victory for the Bavarians. Yeah, I hope that for you too. I don't know if it's going to happen. Now, Martin, I'm going to come to you with my bet. And I'm curious as to your thoughts, because it's not too far off of what you were saying, but uh, the Asian handicap gives it that little extra with the plus one. I like that a lot. Now, now I take into consideration, everyone, that Lazio have only lost twice at home all season. One was their first game of the season at home against Genoa, which, you know, it happens. You're trying to figure it out. The new team didn't didn't get it done. And they lost to to Inter not too long ago, 2-0. Respectable. Inter's on top of the table. And obviously, Cruzan only lost two games all season. So so that happens. But outside of that, they've been pretty stout. So I really like where you were leaning. And what I have is Lazio to win or draw plus 150. I, yeah. I took the double chance there. And, and and I say it like this. Thomas Tuchel is a master at winning games 1-0, especially in this competition. I just don't think that Bayern or even their approach to this game, especially if they have some injuries, guys not coming back. If they left Rome with a draw, I don't think they'd be disappointed. They'd be like, all right, we're going to go back to Munich and we're going to do what we do in front of our home fans and we're going to take care of business. So because the urgency there for Lazio to actually get a result, because it's not going to be easy in Germany, really feels like it's going to feel one-sided, I think, in terms of who really wants to win this game more, where Bayern's like, we just need to survive, keep it a draw. The urgency isn't the same. So I wanted to get your thoughts, and and I'm leaning right into you because we kind of bet in the same way. (laughs) Sorry, I think if you offered Tuchel a draw in this game, he would bite your hand off. I think he'd be really Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he just take it back to Bavaria and they'll win the second leg. I can't see Lazio winning at Bayern at the Alliance Arena. Once they've had a few more weeks to get some players back from injury, um, yeah, I think a, I think a draw looks looks solid. And yeah, if I was leaning one way or the other, I probably would be leaning towards Lazio, to be honest. Oh. Sorry. Listen, Maurizio Sarri is the guy. He's so obsessed with the details. Not to say that Thomas Tuchel isn't, but there's just something about, especially when he's the underdog, that I really think that's when Maurizio Sarri thrives as a manager. And against Bayern, they're definitely going to be the underdog. All right, that is the first week of matchups for the Champions League in the round of 16. Right after this break, we're going to get into the next round. That's going to be a week later for the next four games. So don't go anywhere. We're going to get into it. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing to growing your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash CBS Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. 
Welcome to the Early Edge, or welcome back, I should say, presented by BetMGM. I'm Jimmy Conrad, alongside the Guru and Buckets. And we're talking round of 16 Champions League football. Very exciting. No more group stages. No more, oh, I kind of have a chance if I lose a game. If you lose a game, you're going to be in really big trouble here. It's the knockout rounds of the best club competition in the world. You can find it on Paramount Plus as well. Make sure you subscribe to not miss a game or a minute of that. Hit like and subscribe here on the Sportsline YouTube channel. We greatly appreciate that. All right, let's get into the next one. This one for me is probably the most competitive, I would say, in terms of balance and, and their managers are fantastic. It is Inter Milan taking on Atletico Madrid and Buckets. I mean, give us some context as to why this is the best one. I'll get into it too, of course, as we, as we keep talking, but what a matchup. Diego Simeone uh, versus Inzaghi. Like, it's just, this is, this is it. And both teams have been playing pretty well. This is going to be a very special matchup, and I agree with you 100%. Probably the most competitive and closest matchup out of all of them. And my bet actually is going to kind of tie into that. Inter, Milan, and Atletico Madrid have two of the best and most aggressive attacking teams on the planet right now. You've got Lautaro Martinez, who's absolutely killing it for Inter. You've got Griezmann and Merlazza doing great for Atleti. These are two incredible offenses who you'd think would have a lot of goals here, Ian. But Or Ian, whoa, Jimmy. But the fact that it is so competitive is why I'm actually leaning towards maybe a lower scoring game here, because both teams know that a single mistake, the tiniest little error could result in a massive deficit here, giving up that first goal. So I think both teams are going to play things pretty close to the chest. And it's actually making me bet first half draw on this game. If it was 0-0 at halftime with both teams kind of taking a bit to get out of first gear or possibly one, one and a half time, this cash is either way. And that's at plus 105. I just don't think there's enough to really separate these two teams right now. Oh, my, listen, people, you can't see it, but I have my bet listed right here with buckets, and I just noticed that we have the same bet. <laughs> Great minds think alike, even though my nickname is Ian, and my mom was going to name me that, but my dad convinced her to call her, call me James instead. So they go, you know, I'm going with Jimmy. That's my Hollywood name. But, whoa, yes. I love that. Okay, Martin, how, where are you leaning on this? And, and this is interesting for me because Inter have been lights out. Away from home, they haven't lost at all, in all competitions this season. At home, a couple slip-ups, but still – fantastic all things considered and even the game they did lose at home was the Sassuolo back in September they were up 1-0 and were in control of that and then just let it get away there at the end and the other one they lost to Bologna in the cup competition in the Coppa Italia but but it was still 0-0 after 90 so they've been really good solidly or, or, or consistently solid throughout this whole season they really solid team, strong in every department. And let's not forget, that they went all the way to the final of this competition last season. So they are certainly a strong team. But I really see Atletico Madrid as dark horses for the Champions League this season. They're not as solid defensively as they have been uh, during the majority of Diego Simeone's tenure there. But they can still fight for results, can't they? In big knockout games, these players are going to be fired up. They're going to be doing tactical fouling. They're going to be trying every trick in the book to waste time. They just hate losing these players. And I really think they can go to the San Siro and get a result in this game. They've got so much quality going forwards. Talk about Martinez, but I think Griezmann could be the best player on the pitch in this game. Morata's really prolific. He seems to be appreciated at Atletico. I can really see them going to the San Siro and getting something. So I'm going for Atletico and the draw double chance at minus one, two, two. So all they need to do is not lose and I get paid. Fingers crossed. No, that's always a good bet with Diego Simeone. And I, I like where your head's at. Now let's talk about the schedule here because Atleti have Madrid at the burnabout. So they're away. Not that it's that far, but it's not their home stadium. Then they're home to Athletic who they lost to a little bit earlier this season. Then away to Sevilla who aren't, the normal Sevilla, but still going to make them earn it, maybe. And then home to Las Palmas. So they play four games before they take on Inter, and they have to travel away to make that happen. When I think about Inter's schedule, they have Juve this weekend, which is a big one. Obviously, top of the table clash, and you guys should watch it on Paramount+. Plus. That's where it's happening. And then they have Roma away. We know that's going to be a difficult one, whether Jose Mourinho's in charge or not. Then home to Salernitana, and then they get to host Atleti. And when I look at it from that standpoint, it feels like Inter's got a better run-up to this particular kickoff Whereas Atleti have an extra game, plus they're playing some pretty stiff competition, and then they have to travel. So, so does that change you at all? Did I influence you to think otherwise? <laughs> 
Yeah, you may, maybe. But the only thing <laughs> I would say is that Inter are very much uh, top of the table. They're locked in a fierce title race with Juventus right now. Whereas Atletico Madrid are kind of off the pace a bit. They might be out of the title race by then. I don't think they're going to catch Real Madrid in La Liga right now. I could actually see Simeone resting a few players against Las Palmas and really going for it hard in this uh, Inter Milan game. So, yeah, I think Champions League for them going to be really really big competition whereas yeah I think Inter are really in a in a two horse race for the Serie A title so I don't know I think they might be a little bit distracted I think winning Serie A is a really big deal for Inter Milan this season whereas Atletico very solid very good record in the knockout stages of the Champions League so I'm staying with my bet you know what you've, you've influenced me to stay with your bet as well I actually I, I like that and I do think he will Diego Simeone will rest players against Las Palmas. That that would be the smart play. They're 10 points off the top. And and we know that Real Madrid's going to be there. But Girona still hanging out there, too. And they obviously have a clash that could decide how that's going to finish or at least have for for the, the stretch run, as it were. All right. So let's get into our next matchup. PSV Eindhoven is hosting Borussia Dortmund. And what I find interesting, Buckets, is that PSV are unbeaten at home in all competitions this season. They only have two losses. One was against Arsenal in the Champions League away from home, and they just lost to Feyenoord in the Dutch Cup 1-0. Those are totally understandable losses given the, the quality on both of those teams. But at home, they're pretty stout, whereas Dortmund seem to be reborn. They're a little bit of a renaissance coming out of this, this winter break. They've scored 10 goals in the last three games. Jaden Sancho is back in the team and looked like he never left. I really like uh, Ian Matson, who has been excellent, or Ian Matson on the left back side. He's just slotted in and looked like he'd been playing for Dortmund for years. And, and I really like the vibes that Dortmund have at this particular moment. So this is going to be a great matchup as well. It should be a great matchup. And when I see PSV versus Dortmund, I'm going to tell everyone right now, just to be upfront with you, I have no freaking clue who wins this game. Not a clue. <laughs> I don't want to give you a lean. I don't want to say, I think, maybe, no idea. When I see PSV Eindhoven play at home, there's only one way I will ever bet this match, and it is betting on goals. I'm taking over two and a half goals in this game. I don't care if all three come from PSV, if all three come from Dortmund. There is just too much tremendous attacking talent on both ends of the pitch to bet on anything other than overs right now. I'm looking at PSV, who in their 19 domestic matches this season have scored 62 times in this game. This is a team that does not slow down. And with the likes of Luke de Jong and Gus Till on their team, there's no reason they should slow down. Expect the stadium to be absolutely bumping in this matchup. I do think both teams do probably score here. But again, just keep it easy. Take the over two and a half. Don't overthink this and enjoy a game that a selfish American like me will absolutely love here. Buckets is drunk on goals, everybody. You heard it here first on the Early Edge, presented by BetMGM. All right, Martin, where are you leaning on this one? Because I feel like there's some good value in this game if you can find the right exotic that that kind of plays into your style of handicapping. And for Buckets, it's just goals on goals on goals. <laughs> I just think plus 210 on Borussia Dortmund is madness, Jimmy. We, they I have agree. To be- Seriously, they finished top of a group that also featured PSG, AC Milan and Newcastle. As you mentioned at the top of the show, it was the group of death in the Champions League this season. And Dortmund finished top of it. One of the strongest teams in the Bundesliga right now. They've got a great record. And PSV were absolutely awful when they played Arsenal in the group stage. It was the easiest game Arsenal have had all season. They play such a high defensive line and the manager, Peter Boss, just won't change. He won't uh, get them to drop deeper at all. He's so uh, stubborn and so wedded to this style of playing that he's going to have his team playing really high up the pitch. And Dortmund have got so many rapid forwards, Daniel Marlon, players like that. I can just see going in behind and causing so many problems for PSV in this game. Um, I could see Dortmund winning it, uh, but I'm going for Dortmund draw no better, plus 120. So I get my money back if it does finish all square. I think this looks like a really great game for Dortmund to get the win. Yeah, I like that. And I like that explanation. Uh, You've convinced me to consider that. I am, though, in some capacity. I found a great line on BetMGM where you can go both teams to score and either team to win at plus 125. Oh. I agree with both of you guys that there's going to be goals in this one, and I think it's going to be exciting. 
I just don't know who is going to win. And I say that, and I'm heavily biased, so everybody should know this at home. PSV has got Americans galore. They got technical director Ernie Stewart, who's in charge, an American, played for our national team. And then you have Ricardo Pepe, who's coming off the bench. Anytime Luke de Jong, the captain, gets tired, he comes in. Uh, Serginho Dest is playing left back and playing really well. And then Malik Tillman has been a revelation since uh, making his move from Rangers, and he is obviously still... Uh, under contract with Bayern Munich. So uh, I know Bucket still has a uh, hopefully a soft spot for him in his heart with Malik Tillman. We'll see if he gets brought back to the big family. I don't know. But uh, I'm a little bit biased towards that. So I just kind of said, I know there's going to be goals. I don't think it's going to be a draw. I think somebody's going to win plus 125. I like that action. And that's what I'm going with. You can't convince me otherwise, everybody. All right, let's move into the next game. <laughs> Napoli versus Barcelona. What's crazy about this matchup, and Martin, I'm coming to you first, is that both of these teams are reigning league champions but they're not playing like reigning league champions. Oh, Napoli true. currently in ninth in Italy and Barcelona. Yeah, they're in the top three. They're third, I think, or fourth in, in La Liga, but it's not very exciting. It's not what we expect. And Javi's now announced the manager that he is going to leave at the end of the season. So a little bit of turmoil here for both clubs. So I don't know how this one's going to play out, which again, another game with great value. Exactly, Jimmy. I have no idea how this is going to play out in terms of who's going to win, whether it's going to finish all square. Uh, these teams are a shadow of their former selves. I guess it's to be expected with Napoli since the manager Luciano Spalletti left in the summer. They're not the same team they were last season. Uh, Kim going to Bayern Munich was a real blow as well. They're a lot less solid at the back. But, I mean, they do still have a wealth of attacking talent within their ranks. Uh, Kvaradona and uh, Ossimen are going to be extremely <laughs> dangerous up front. I think they've got more than enough uh, quality to cause problems for this Barcelona defence. Barcelona's defence was impregnable last season, but they're just leaking goals this time around, which is why they're so far off the pace in the, uh, in La Liga. Um, yeah, I just see goals. Both teams are scoring over 2.5 goals for me. That's great. I love that. But I'm going to actually disagree with you. Actually, this is going to be a tighter game. I don't know why I feel this. This is more just like a gut, and I don't know if you can trust your gut at all times. But But... Buckets, before I get to you, I have under two and a half goals at plus 105. I just think that Barcelona is going to go away from home and just try to keep it tight and come back and, and, and do the business. And Napoli, what I find interesting with Napoli is that since they switched to a back three under Walter Mazzari, because they had to shore up their defensive stuff, they've scored four goals in their at last eight league games. And that gives me some cause for concern. Also, also, I should add with Barcelona, if Mark Ter Stegen is healthy, which he hasn't been, and that's why I think it's part of the reason, Martin, why they're giving up some goals. He is now back at training and could be eligible to play. So if Ter Stegen plays, I'm like an under two and a half for sure. I just think he's going to make all the saves that he needs to, to at least keep them alive and giving them a chance in Lake Two. But Napoli also don't inspire me as well. Osimhen coming back from the Africa Cup of Nations could be a little bit tired, whatever it may be. I, I, ultimately, I, I could agree and I could see the argument that Martin's making, but I'm going the other way just for fun. Just for fun. What, what do you think, Buckets? Jimmy, it is so hard to disagree with Martin because that accent is just so sexy. It is, it is so guru. perfect. He's got the guru. His nickname is the guru. guru. You can't go up against the guru. Every time he talks, I go, maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> but listen, I think all three of us at the very least can agree that this game is going to be an absolute mess. I have no idea what is going to happen in this game. And I'll always be honest when I feel that way because we have Napoli, who, as we mentioned, with the Scudetto winners last season, and now they're ninth on the table. And they look like they've forgotten to play defense altogether. Meanwhile, Barcelona, yes, Xavi is leaving. They're kind of a mess right now. They're conceding five goals in La Liga games. It's just both of these teams are struggling massively right now. However, I'm going to take the lesser of two evils in my mind, the team that is struggling a little bit less. I love Barcelona on the draw no bet here. That is minus one, two, five. Draw no bet if you are new to soccer betting, gives you a safety net. If Barcelona wins, this ticket cashes. If it ends in a draw, the bet pushes, voids, and you get your money back. As long as Napoli doesn't win this game outright, you're saving yourself some money here. I just don't have confidence in Napoli to get kind of any goals in this. This is a 1-0, 2-0 kind of game for me, if I'm being honest. Yes, I love that. Because that means I'm under, baby. Let's go. Sorry, Martin. Let's pretend he's not here, Bucket. Take that, Martin. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but this one, we're going to get into our last game here. It's Porto, who we talked about a little bit earlier. You can't sleep on Portuguese teams in European competition unless they're playing the Arsenal. And because Martin is wearing an Arsenal shirt, I'm going to give you the mic. Just, just talk to us about this game, your hopes and dreams and thoughts for Mikel Arteta and his men. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, yeah, my hopes are very strong for this game, seeing as Arsenal have already crashed out of the EFL Cup and the FA Cup. And 
things aren't looking great for them in the Premier League title race. So I think they're really going to need to go deep into the Champions League to get any sort of success out of this season. They really have reserved their best performances for the Champions League this time around. Always coming up against these low blocks in the Premier League. Don't have much space in which to weave their magic. Saka's always getting double teamed on one side and the games are just get so tedious at times. Whereas in the Champions League, everyone just sort of gives them all this room in which to weave their magic and... Uh, They've been blowing teams away. Like I said, they destroyed PSV. They absolutely annihilated Lens. They beat Sevilla home and away. Uh, I can just see the likes of Gabriel Jesus and Bukayo Saka running riot in this game. That's not me disrespecting Porto. I think they're a very good team. They did really well to get to this stage of the competition. Not going to be easy, but I do like an away win for Arsenal in this game. I've just seen something from them since they came back from their winter break in Dubai. They looked really tired before that, really bereft of inspiration. But since they've come back, they've got the bit between their teeth. They beat Crystal Palace quite comfortably, picked up an away win against Nottingham Forest and yeah I can see them going to Portugal and winning this game so I've got them on the money line minus 120 hopeful that's pretty good value for a team of Arsenal's caliber too so I I, I would throw that into a parlay because it feels like it should happen and it feels like they're handing us free money when they give us something like that but Buckets I feel like you're leaning the other direction am I wrong well- Oh, you are not wrong at all. I'm a big believer in the betting space that we have to bet with our minds, not with our no, we bet <laughs> not with our hearts. There it is. Bet with your wallet, not your heart. Keep your emotion out of the game here, Guru. I'm looking at this match. Okay, Mr. Bayern Munich. All right. <laughs> so, is that what you've been doing, Buckets? Yeah. That's, no, I've, I've lost so much money on Bayern Munich. This Don't worry about me. We're worried about Arsenal and Porto. And I'm worried about why we need to take Porto on the double chance. So Porto to win or Porto to draw. I call this my boo-hoo guru bet. I'm just saying, <laughs> Arsenal, they're fine. They're not a bad club. I think Markel Arteta is doing a great job with them. But this is not a team that on the road gives me a lot of confidence. Porto is in a very similar situation to RB Leipzig. They know they're the underdogs, and they know that at home, they have to produce a result here. When they go to Emirates, they'll probably lose by two or three goals. That's fine. But I expect them to give Arsenal absolute hell in this first leg because if they can go up 1-0 or if they can even have a draw in this first leg, it's going to let them kind of reevaluate their game plan and not have to play from behind going to London to play. I just think Porto, led by Taremi here, are going to be a bit too much for Arsenal to get that full win. Maybe it ends in a draw, that's fine. But I love double chance at minus 110. I love that too. And I love everything that you're saying. Boo-hoo guru. Cause I have Porto to score first. That's really good value at plus one fifty. And I say this because there has to be some urgency for them. And this happens or this is going to happen or it should happen for a couple of these teams that are hosting that first leg. And when you go to leg two and you have to go to London in this particular instance and try to get a result at some point, you have to take a risk and try to set the tone. And when you have players like Evan Nielsen, who has been excellent this season, got eight goals in the league. He's got four goals in the Champions League. You got Medi Taremi, who's already scored a lot of big goals on European nights. I could see them trying to get that first goal, getting their crowd behind them and making it very difficult for Arsenal to get a result. So I think this game is going to be pretty tight. And I can see Porto scoring first at plus 150. So, yeah, I said it. And if Guru doesn't like it, I don't care, Guru. OK, I know you got an Arsenal shirt on. And I have a lot of friends that are Gunners fans, and I and I and I respect that. And I'm happy for your competitiveness in recent times. <laughs> All right, let's get into who we think is going to be the overall winner of the Champions League. That, that's the big question. And and yes, I know we're a little bit early, but this is what we do. We predict stuff, and and you guys in particular are very good at it. And Martin, I'm going to let you take this away and, and be first so that me and Buckets can make fun of you if we don't like what you pick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Jimmy. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to narrow it down to, I think, Man City, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid are the only teams in there for me that are going to win it. Um, I think Manchester City absolutely destroyed Real Madrid last season, didn't they? They got a real monkey off their back there. That was um, <laughs> they, they could never find their way past Real Madrid in the past. So, what about yeah. Inter? Inter Milan doesn't. I mean, I guess if you have Atleti beating them, then I then they're. Out. I don't see. I can't see Inter Milan making the quarterfinals, let alone winning it. I'm afraid. All right. All I can right. see. I can see Atletico. They're my dark horse there at plus sixteen hundred. Um, it, seemed, it just seems too obvious to go for Manchester City. I know they won it last season, but you put them up against any of the teams on that board, they're going to be the clear favourites. And they just have this habit of about this time of year, every year, they just go on a 20-game winning streak and just start just sweeping the opposition aside week in, week out. If De Bruyne gets back to full fitness, 
if Haaland gets back to full fitness, I fear for all the other teams in this competition. So, yeah, it's not the most inspired pick, but I'm going to have to go for Man City at plus 200. Not very fun playing it straight, but plus 200 is pretty solid value if you, if you like them at this point. Buckets, before I get to you, and I think you might be leaning with your hearts and your wallets to one particular team, I'm going to go with Real Madrid. I just think with the addition of Jude Bellingham and, and with the continued let's say evolution of Vinicius Jr. And, and Rodrigo. And and they just have vibes. They have the vibes right now that I could see them making a run. Much to my chagrin, I don't think anybody wants to see Los Blancos win it yet again. And they have a manager that just knows how to push the right buttons of his team, just has that clutch gene, knows where to start, and, and the players to show up and, and perform for him. So I like them a lot at plus 550. And so I, I could see them making a, a run at it. So that's who I'm going with. Buckets, finish us off here. Jimmy, if there's one thing people know about me, it's that I am a massive hypocrite, baby. I'm betting with the heart. <laughs> the silverware's coming back to Benaria. Bayern Munich at plus 400. Are you kidding me? Tuchel's been here before. He knows what he's doing. I don't care if I've talked bad about him in the past. Give Bayern Munich a decent shot here at plus 400. And what I will say, a bit of a dark horse here, I actually do agree with Guru, even with the accent. I know it's tough to to ignore there. But Atletico Madrid at plus 1,600, it's worth a sprinkle. 10 bucks to win 160 over in BetMGM. I don't hate that because I do see them getting past Inter Milan as well here. And uh, it's just a fun bet to have because it's too easy to say Man City every time. No, that's true. I feel like you could do both, right? You could sprinkle a little bit on City and you could sprinkle a little bit on an outlier or an underdog to make it happen. Nobody, nobody's saying you have to just pick one. You can pick a couple. Pick a couple, everybody. Let's, let's dance. Let's dance with a couple different picks. All right, before I, we let uh, you go, Go ahead, go ahead, find, Martin. You can find some good value on teams going through to the semifinals as well. So I would I would advise everyone to look at that market because you can get some great, great, great value there. The guru has spoken, everyone. We're almost to the end of our show here. We appreciate your time. Make sure you hit like and subscribe here on the Sportsline YouTube channel. We'd really appreciate that. We want to get a little recap of our best bets so far. And uh, this is what the guys have picked in each particular game. Now, if buckets, I'll come to you first. If there was one pick that stood out amongst the rest, which one are you 100% going to give your stamp of approval? You have to bet this. 100% stamp of approval. You have to bet it is going to be that Lazio Bayern Munich both teams to score. I know we touched on it already, but do not discredit this Lazio side, especially against kind of a broken Bayern Munich right now. Okay. And Mr. Guru, the Guru, Martin Green, who's your what's your best bet out of those 8? Oh, if I had to uh, put everything on it, I would I'd, probably the Leipzig Real Madrid, both teams to score and over. I just see that being a high scoring game. But the more I think about it, I just love Bayern to go to the Netherlands and beat PSV. That's uh, Dortmund. Dortmund will have. Sorry, Dortmund. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. That's the yeah. guru is living in the future. Is that, is that what's happening? It's amazing. <laughs> that's going to happen too. No, I think Dortmund. I think Dortmund could go to PSV and win there in Eindhoven. Yeah, the more I think about that one as well, especially with their additions in the transfer window, it feels a little bit more undeniable. And I loved your thought and shout about Peter Bosch and their high line. I just think that plays into. The, the, the playing styles and the player profiles of Dortmund where they could have a lot of success. So this was, uh, this was fun. This was informative. And I appreciate spending this 45 minutes with you guys talking about all the biggest games in Europe's biggest competition, which you guys can find on Paramount plus. So make sure you, if you haven't subscribed, go make that happen. And this is the early edge that's being presented by bet MGM. We appreciate your time. We hope you enjoy the competition. Good luck with all your bets and we'll see you very, very soon. Thanks for watching. 